and we're back. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Hawk Sense. I am your host, Alex Nicolau. We are back in 2024, everybody. Hopefully, you guys have been looking forward to some new episodes of Hawk Sense because I got some coming for you guys starting here. Obviously, we have quite a theme going on. I think you might know what's going on here. I'm wearing my Venom suit. We got the 19 inches of Venom from Spider-Man 2. We got all these beautiful Venom Funko Pops with this awesome one. Probably one of my favorites. And then that Venom statue right there. We are doing a Venom-based video. Also, I have my Black Suit Spider-Man mask over there, if you can see that. Just go with the fit. Go with the fit. But uh, we're going to be doing a kind of a video essay, I think I would title this. Um, I, I just basically had an idea to talk about... What I think I'm going to call The Venom Problem is probably going to be the title of this episode. Um, and it's just about how nobody's really gotten Venom right in modern media. Like, I'll say right off the bat right now, there are some iterations that have gotten Venom perfect, right? Great iterations. Um, the animated 90s show, I mean, apart from comics, I'm trying to say. Because obviously, there are a bunch of comic iterations that are great of Venom. But... Uh, Spectacular Spider-Man is one of them. The animated 90s show, like I said, those are two that are absolutely fantastic for modern media. But my main focus for this was kind of like how like uh, casual moviegoers. That's what kind of what Hawkins has been about. I know we've you know dove deep into some other topics before where more casual uh, moviegoers wouldn't be able to understand. I kind of want to draw back from that and talk about just what I'm calling the Venom problem. From starting as Spider-Man's most dangerous foe to quirky lethal protector, the symbiote from Clintar, known as Venom, has quickly become one of Marvel's most popular characters as of late. But the problem with Venom is that they just can't seem to get him right. Spider-Man 3, the Venom movies, and the latest iteration in Spider-Man 2 for the PS5 all get him wrong. In all honesty, the best set of those three that do Venom the best is probably Spider-Man 3. And we'll get into that a little bit later, but first let's get into the true origin of the symbiote for those who may not know it. Now first, canonically, Deadpool was the first person to bond with the symbiote, but the characteristics of the symbiote weren't written yet. It was kind of a while before that happened, so it was more of a color change than anything. That was until Secret Wars number 8 in 1984, where in the Secret Wars, Hulk discovers a machine that can make a new costume for you based on your thoughts. So Spider-Man, in need of a new costume, goes to the wrong machine, and instead of getting a new suit, he receives this black ball. Now this black ball forms to his body and becomes the symbiote suit that we know. But it's not called the symbiote suit, it's just called the black suit right now. We are 100% supposed to think that this is just a cloth design, and what it has on it is this big white spider you see here, hand patches that are white on the hands, big white eyes, and he has organic webbing. So a quick little fun fact about this suit, in 1982, fan Randy Schuler entered a contest at Marvel where the concept was to draw an alternate suit for Spider-Man, and the winner would get to see their suit in the comics. His idea was to upgrade Spider-Man's abilities and his appearance by doing an all-black stealth suit with white eyes, red spider logo connecting from the front to the back, and red hand patches. Not white, right? So the suit would be designed by Mr. Fantastic and the Wasp and was originally supposed to be made with the same material as the Fantastic Four suits to look a little bit less homemade than the red and blue costume did. The best part is that they loved it so much they wanted to buy it from Randy so that they can make it their own. And it was sold for the price of only $220, which in 2024 would be around $670. 
could you imagine making one of the most iconic alternate looks from one of the most iconic superheroes of all time and only getting $220 or now like $670? And to top it off, Marvel didn't use any of Randy's story ideas for the suit. They changed it to what we know and love today and to top it off, Randy Schuler says he hated the design for Venom, which is based on the suit he created. But back to the black suit, it wasn't until after the Secret Wars when Spider-Man returned back to Earth in the Amazing Spider-Man 252 titled The Rumors Are True, introducing the new Spider-Man, where we see Spider-Man in the black suit. But fans weren't liking the black suit, and Marvel couldn't just write out the black suit at that moment because of the Amazing Spider-Man 252 came out before Secret Wars 8 came out, where they debuted his new costume and its origin, right? So they had to find a way to write out the black suit from Peter's life. Why would Peter want to remove the suit? They had to figure out what they were going to do that, which leads us to the symbiotic quality of the suit. They started to develop a personality for the black suit. Peter, he felt funny wearing the suit. He went to the, the Baxter building and visited Mr. Fantastic. And he told Peter that it's an alien that is trying to bond to Peter forever. Peter, not liking that news, tries to get rid of the symbiote, but it latches on tighter. Mr. Fantastic discovers a weakness in it and launches a sound wave gun at, gun at the suit, detaching itself from Peter. Peter, not thinking he is rid of the symbiote, goes to put on his old red and blue Spider-Man suit, but it was really the escaped symbiote pretending to be the regular Spider-Man suit. Peter notices it very quickly and iconically, heads to the top of a church tower and is knocking on those church bells to get rid of the symbiote. He succeeds and the symbiote is devastated. Feeling another devastated presence around, the symbiote finds Eddie Brock on the verge of suicide and bonds with him. And that is how Venom is born. He first has the taste of blood for Spider-Man and tries to kill him a bunch of times, but after being locked up, Eddie Brock is busted out of prison by a slimy soulmate and accidentally creates carnage, which leads him into a more anti-hero presence instead of a villain. And you kind of know the rest. Now, I'm only telling you all of this because this has not been translated well into modern media whatsoever. Like I said, Spider-Man 3 is probably the best iteration of Venom that we've gotten in modern media, and it's still not very good. So, like, what's the problem, right? What is stopping them from making this honestly super easy story good? I don't know. We're going to go through three different projects that are major to Venom, and we're going to just dissect them, and we're, we're, we're just going to see why they can't do Venom the justice that he deserves. Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 had a lot going for it. I did a whole podcast dedicated to rewriting Spider-Man 3 back in like December of 2021. So you can revisit that if you'd like. I think it's a great podcast. But from that podcast, I talked about how crammed together this movie felt and how I felt that Venom shouldn't even been in the movie in the first place. And I mean, I still think that is true. But unfortunately, we got Venom. Now for starters, and no offense to for Grace, I've said that a lot especially filming that Spider-Man 3 podcast, but Topher Grace is not Eddie Brock. Like, that's one of the biggest no-nos about this iteration is just the entire look of the character. They just didn't get it right whatsoever. Now, Eddie Brock and Venom at that, you know, but now I appreciate that effort, right, to make it a little bit more realistic looking, but it just doesn't feel as good or look as good as the original Venom design whatsoever. Now, that also goes for 
the Sam Raimi black suit, right? But that just looks so cool. Like, I can't, like, that suit's so cool and it's iconic to our childhood, you know? But I, I say this is the best of most because this Eddie Brock actually reflects what we kind of see in the comic book you know he's he's a jerk and a show-off you know when he does peter wrong with the fake photo and peter confronts him about it and ruins his career he goes and prays on his death i want you to kill peter parker that's what he says what a hater bro now it's similar to the comics like we said before where frustrated by his ruined career eddie you know wants to kill himself now this this would have been fantastic if it wasn't ruined by all the storylines and the look of Venom, for sure. Like, in that podcast, I would definitely go give it a listen. I say, Peter keeps the black suit for the remainder of Spider-Man 3, and in Spider-Man 4, that's when you fight Venom, right? That would have been the perfect opportunity, right? Go listen to that podcast. It's called The Comic Code Authority, Episode 1, Rewriting Spider-Man 3. It's a great podcast. Spider-Man 2, PS5. Now, Spider-Man 2 for the PS5 is an absolute masterpiece, from the groundbreaking technology that went into this game, from its mechanics to the hardware, is it will go down in history as one of the greatest superhero games of all time. But, even while having all of that, what it's truly missing and lacking in is story. And you could go and watch me and Matt's full podcast on it. I'm just going to be touching on the Venom parts. I still love the game. I do think it's fantastic. But, I mean, also to defend it in a way when it comes to dogging on its story... In my opinion, I think it goes up against one of the greatest Spider-Man stories of all time, that being Spider-Man PS4. But, like, no, it, it's just hard to compare because Spider-Man 2 is, like, actually the better game, but the story just is, isn't as good as Spider-Man 1. But, you know, one of the major issues and problems with Spider-Man 2 is Venom. And unfortunately, it is 100% because Venom isn't Eddie Brock, but he's Harry Osborn. Now, the look of Venom is fantastic. You know, we have this beautiful and modern design and the surprise of being able to actually play as Venom with all of his super cool and fantastic abilities is just, it was, it was outstanding and it made me giggle like a little girl, bro. The first time I played it, but the element of emotion is missing from him. His story quickly becomes trying to just take over earth and just using Harry as a vessel and, and not just to kill Spider-Man like we were told he was supposed to be. Venom and Venom Let There Be Carnage. Now, Venom is luckily popular enough to have gotten his own solo movies. In that of Venom from 2018, Venom Let There Be Carnage in 2021, and now Venom 3, which is coming this fall of 2024. But here's the twist. They all suck. <laughs> Venom sucks. Venom, let there be carnage, sucks even more, and I bet Venom 3 will suck too. The only thing good about these movies is Venom. He is very lovable, Tom Hardy is a great modern Eddie Brock, and the relationship between Eddie and Venom is perfect. Everything that we've wanted from the comics, but the way these are written just suck. Venom doesn't become Venom until he develops a hatred for Spider-Man. He's just a ball of goo wanting to attach itself to a host. Riot isn't a leader of the group of symbiotes that came to Earth, which includes Scream, Lasher, Phage, and Toxin. They aren't symbiotes that are found on a planet Clintar like in the movie, they're Spawn of Venom. They don't have personalities until they bond with the hosts, developing feelings and thoughts from the host. So this hi, my name is Venom garbage is not how the story goes. And don't even get me started on Carnage in the second movie. 
like literally one of Marvel's most dangerous characters of all time. One of my favorite supervillains. Like, why wouldn't it be? It's a Spider-Man related supervillain. He's super cool. Wasted on that mediocre story. Marvel, stop butchering our boy, please. So, how do we fix this? You'll have to find out on a future episode of Hawk Sense where I tell you what I think Marvel Studios should do for their MCU Black Suit Spider-Man and Venom arc. So hopefully you guys kind of enjoyed the little video essay. I think I want to do a little bit more of those in the future. Uh, obviously, I kind of tease what I think they should do for the Black Suit in the MCU, which I do have an idea for that. I also have a lot of ideas for Miles in the MCU too. If you guys want to hear me talk about that, sound off in the comments below. Make sure to leave a like, follow us on Instagram at redhawk.media. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and that bell for notifications when you guys get a new episode of Hawk Sense, a new episode of Just Life, maybe a new documented uh, event that happened on campus. Uh, we got uh, It's My Turn coming out with a visual episode. We know we're, we're, we're in the mix of doing something really cool with a new visual set um, where I think almost everybody is going to be converting to a visual platform. So it won't just be me in a couple episodes or I mean heart to heart is visual. I mean, they're going to be doing it remotely now, um, but I'm excited to see what 2024 brings us uh, another year, another hawk since we turned three this fall, which is absolutely insane to even think about um but yeah i'm sorry for the little bit of a hiatus once again um we're gonna be crushing out some episodes of hawk sense for you guys here hopefully you guys enjoy i want to be doing some more gaming stuff uh, might start a playthrough of miles morales because we didn't do miles morales my um matt didn't even finish miles morales and then we'll go ahead and do Spider-Man 2 as well, which is... Ooh. I'm actually so mad at uh, Spider-Man 2 right now. Can I just say that? I'll, I'll drop two things and we'll leave. Um, I'm playing an Ultimate right now. I suck! This game is hard, which I like! And I'm stuck on Kraven's boss level right now. The one right before you fight Miles as... Or fight Peter as Miles. Um, so I'm stuck on that. I can't even imagine... What Peter's gonna be? How Scre Scream was terrible. Oh my god, I played Scream on like not amazing. I played no, I played it on amazing, and that one was tough. Venom was super tough too. I can't wait to see what they're gonna be like in Ultimate. Uh, some new updates for the game are coming soon. We're gonna be getting hopefully a little bit more suits, new game plus, um, the day and night cycle, and maybe a weather cycle as well. That's something they might be teasing. And then um, swapping tendril colors, which is something I need. Because I swing around in this suit exclusively. Just to chill out. Maybe before bed. Right? Um, <laughs> but... <it> <laughs> I swing around before bed in Spider-Man. Um, anyway, also something that came out, we got to support our Ultimate Writers. Ultimate Spider-Man 1 just came out. This is a really, really unique new series that's coming out. Um, and it is actually written by the original people who wrote the Ultimate Comics, which I think a lot of us comic book nerds growing up read. The Ultimate Spider-Man comics is a lot of like um, source material is dragged from the Ultimate Comics, so much so that I think they're running out of ideas. Um, but, I mean, it's a pretty cool uh, concept. Essentially, Peter doesn't get his powers till he's in his 30s, right? And he has two kids with MJ, and Uncle Ben's still alive. May is dead, I believe. Matt Murdock is a, is a priest. He's not even Daredevil yet, I guess. Jameson's, like, super nice. Look at this. That's Daredevil. 
Jameson's like a super nice guy. Uh, Harry is most likely going to be the goblin in the story. And at the end, I think we get this really awesome panel here of the uh, the new like it's like it's like a, just a starter suit and it's just all black with like not even white eyes like a, the symbiote suit would have, but it's more of like. Oh, I haven't even finished this, and looks this looks fantastic. I really, I really can't wait for this now. I'm literally reading it as I'm doing a podcast here. But yeah, so Ultimate Spider-Man Two comes out in February, so look out for that. Ultimate Spider, Ultimate Black Panther number one on sale in February, and Ultimate X-Men One starts in March. So this is a brand new Ultimate series, guys. If you were a fan of the Ultimate series growing up, or if you read them now, um, make us feel old. Um, no. This is this this is the same writers and uh, it looks pretty great. I really dig in the art style and I had to get that variant cover. Come on, you you know I had to get that variant cover. But once again, guys, thank you guys so much for watching. I truly appreciate it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this video essay. You're gonna be, be be getting a couple more of those in the future. I really miss this. I'm like I don't want it to end, but I don't have anything else to do. But I really miss this. So we're gonna be cranking out some episodes for you guys. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode. Once again, thank you guys so much for watching. If you want to check out the audio version, that'll be in the podcast description below, and then also. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on Instagram at uh, redhawk.media. DM us if you have any questions. They will be answered immediately. We're going to be we're busting out some social posts so you guys can enjoy them. And in the link tree, we have all the other podcasts that we have to offer, as always. Thank you guys so much. Happy 2024, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.